This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. World Cup Final. Some people calling it the greatest World Cup Final in the history of the game. Jim, do you agree with that statement? I've only seen like six (laughs) or maybe less. I don't know. Um, It was a great game, though. It was one of the most exciting finals of anything I've ever seen. Argentina versus France. Argentina gets out to an early lead. The big storyline there is Lionel Messi. You don't have to say Lionel. Lionel? You want me to say Lionel? You can say it you can say it however you want, but that's I like Lionel. Okay. <laughs> I s I feel you're fancy. The, you're just hitting it real hard. <laughs> I feel fancy yeah, when okay. I say Lionel. Uh Messi was playing in his final World Cup for Argentina. He's one of the biggest superstars the game has known, and would he be able to win one more? Had he ever won one? at all. No, I think this is the first. This yeah. is his first. Oh, would he be able to win one? Yeah. Wow. Because mm-hmm. I think it was 36 years since uh, Argentina won um, a World Cup, which is right around when Messi was born. Well, that explains why this guy's so excited. It's always fun to listen to the call from the country that wins because they, man, they are emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. Here is Andreas Cantor. Born in Buenos Aires, he's an Argentinian-American broadcast legend, calling the penalty. Because it went, it went to penalty shots after they went into overtime. Mm-hmm. It's not sudden death in the World Cup, so they played a full 30 minutes. Both teams scored in overtime, mm-hmm. which is wild. And then it went to penalty uh, shots. And this is, uh, this is the moment that Argentina clinches it. Listen. I wish I was as passionate about anything in my life as that man is. Oh, yeah. About Argentina's football team. Do you think he's that passionate about everything, or was it just specifically the World Cup? Like, you think when his first child was born in the in the <laughs> delivery room, was he like, no! Oh. Because he was sobbing. The video, we should post it on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. He's sobbing in the booth, and the commentator next to him also crying, and they're they're consoling each other, hugging each other. It's a pretty cool moment, Mm -hmm. but man, I I don't know if I would get that excited for anything. You got to watch more soccer, buddy. (laughs) You get get invested. You're right, though. His wife is, he gets home after. Yeah. You didn't cry (laughs) on our wedding day. Yeah, exactly. The Taz and Jim Podcast. The the boys and Bob Noxious were playing at Eastside's Bar and Grill in London, Ontario, on Saturday night, and they had some special guests. The Brad Gibb All-Star Band, featuring our boss, Brad Gibb, was performing. And just as we told you, he said it was going to happen. Make sure you go to the show, because the Trues got up on stage 
with Brad and his band, Jim. So that's Colin and John Angus, the brothers, two members of the band on stage with Boss Brad. And that's Brad playing the bass line. Yeah. Good for him. Heavy bass on this song, too, you know? Brad probably picked that one. Oh, vanity, you know? Give me the bassiest song you got. Well, that's cool. I heard there was a, a performance that almost outshone the truths, though, Jim. I don't know. You got up on stage with Brad and his band, and what song did you perform? We did. Well, let's see if you can identify it. I edited it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I had it. a moment of panic. I'm like, did Jim remember to cut the F-bomb? I did. I was swearing live, though. Yeah. Felt good. And that's a song because you don't actually have to know how to sing it. You just kind of yell into the yeah. microphone. <laughs> but it sounded Which good. Which handy. That sounded good. You did a nice job. And I like in the video, uh, I talked you into it. I said, you got to dress mm-hmm. in your 70s cop outfit. Otherwise, it's not going to be the same. And yeah. you took my advice. However... Rumor is there was a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, this wasn't good. This wasn't good. Because, you know, I'm rocking. And I got to give a shout out to Jared of Heart Attack Kids and Aaron Allen. They're so cool. They're so good uh, on guitar. And they're in Brad's all-star band, so they're up there with you. So, like, I'm feeling pretty good after it. And, like, obviously it wasn't the best performance by me. But, you know, I was fun. I was having fun, you know. And then I go down. And I grab my beer, and I'm, like, kind of excited. And then uh, a lady comes up to me. I'm like, oh, we got somebody going to come up and say good job. And she comes up, she's like, Jim, Jim, I was trying to get your attention. I was like, oh, yeah? She's like, your fly was down the whole time. (laughs) Damn it. And I'm wearing those dress pants because I'm dressed like a cop from the 70s. So it's the long fly. You know, your dress pants, like, it's like an eight-inch fly. You didn't feel a breeze or anything? Oh, boy. No. (laughs) Uh, Jim, Jim, listen, honey, I'm sorry, but I'm The engaged. line starts that way. <laughs> I'm engaged to be married. I, I, I can't do it. Uh, no, I, no, I, no. Your little wiener was falling out of your fly. <laughs> oh, darn it. No one would ever want to touch that minuscule <laughs> little excuse for a dingling. Is that why they call you the beastie boy, not the beastie man? <laughs> oh. Womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, hopefully next year, I'll wear some, I don't know, sweatpants, some sort of flyless. You weren't p- going pants. commando, though, right? No, uh, no, because yeah, what happened was, I was if, not too much detail, but I was wearing suspenders, and I went, I had, I got nervous, so I went to the bathroom first. Yeah. So I had to put on the suspender. I had to take my coat off in You're the more stall. focused on the suspenders yeah. than you were your fly. Because I had to take the suspenders. Understandable. That was the first time going to the bathroom with suspenders. You got to take the whole thing off. Yeah, because you don't want them falling in the toilet. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, lesson learned. Yeah, I guess it's better to have your fly down than to have, like, soiled to- toilet paper stuck to your suspenders. That would have been True. more yeah, embarrassing. True, it could have been worse. A <laughs> uh, bunch of cash and toys 
raised thanks to the show for the Taz and Jim toy drive. So kudos to Bob Noxious, Brad Gibbs All-Star Band, Jim Kelly, and Colin and John Angus from the Trues for a great show on Saturday night in London. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, I was so disappointed to see this headline, Jim. Remember uh, Dogface? Uh, Nathan Apodaca, he was the uh, the TikToker who I think he got like two or three million hits on his video where he was skateboarding to oh, Fleetwood yeah. Mac. Legend. Drinking ocean spray uh, cranberry juice, right? Mm-hmm. You know the guy talking legend. about. Yeah. He got a, himself into trouble with the law. No. no. He's not a murderer, is he? No. No. Domestic abuse? No. No. But he has been arrested, according to TMZ, for marijuana possession. Oh, well, I mean. (laughs) Who would have thought that TikTok user 420dogface208 would be arrested for marijuana possession? I am shocked it took this long to find him carrying marijuana. He was traveling through Idaho didn't have the the right tag on his license plate, got pulled over. They saw some gummies in the vehicle, and uh, and he got charged. Is this... Okay. How is it possible that we can trade for Brittany Griner, the WNBA player who was charged with having marijuana in Russia, for the merchant of death who was in prison. We do a prisoner swap, and yet we're still arresting and charging people in America for marijuana. It's just, there's a, a weird disconnect going on here. Uh-huh. But again, not shocking that this guy got <laughs> yeah, arrested for least, marijuana possession. It's shocking thing, but I, how is it? Uh, you know, we, we've talked on the show, uh, especially over the past couple of weeks, about signs of impairment. We had the police in here with us, and they're like, this is a new uh, thing now that marijuana is legal in Canada. They have to look for, they have a checklist of things they look for when they suspect somebody may be using marijuana. And number one on that list is they're listening to Fleetwood Mac dreams <laughs> while riding a skateboard dr- drinking cranberry cocktail. Oh, yeah. That's top of the list. Totally. They're probably high yeah, if yeah. they're doing those three things in conjunction. Honestly, I heard they don't even need a blood test at that point. <laughs> no. It's a, that incriminating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, being surprised that this guy got uh, arrested for marijuana possession is like being surprised that he didn't have a urinary tract infection. <laughs> Cranberry juice is good yeah. for you, man. Everything's flowing, baby. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Crazy headline. Toddler survives getting swallowed, then spit up by hippo. Whoa. Two-year-old boy was playing at his house in Uganda when a hippo snatched him head first and swallowed him. Luckily, there was a man who witnessed the incident, started throwing rocks at the hippopotamus. Hmm. And uh, that was enough to startle the hippo into completely regurgitated the child. Thank God that guy was there. And also thank God hippos don't chew. 
They're so hungry. Oh, yeah. They just swallow things. Yeah. I always, I'm always confused by hippos' teeth, though, and I don't know if it's just cartoons or... The two front teeth? Yeah, they look like two big marshmallows. They don't look necessarily sharp, but mm-hmm. their jaws are massive, and uh, can, like I guess their jaws are more strong than like an alligator's jaws or something. Well, apparently, hippos are one of the most dangerous animals in Africa. Mm-hmm. They look kind of cute. There was that commercial with the little baby hippos, remember? And everyone Adorable. wanted a little miniature hippo. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the Hungry Hungry Hippo game. Yeah. We all love that, that game. That was a, that was a warning. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they yeah. didn't chew those marbles either. Yeah. They just swallowed them whole. Just like Monopoly uh, warned you about capitalism. Uh-huh. <laughs> hungry, hungry, hungry Hungry Hippos. Hippo. Stay away from the hippos. Yeah. Uh, the child, who is named Pinocchio... Just kidding. <laughs> oh, first a whale, now a hippo. He was rushed to hospital, treated for minor injuries. Man. He got his rabies vaccination, and now he's back at home with his parents. The hippo, it ran into the water and just left. Wow. I wonder what it was like in there. Like, it was probably only a minute. Well, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he had time to really tour the place. You didn't, don't think he pulled out a Zippo lighter and looked around? Right. Burns its, uh, you know, dangly thing in his throat and sneezes him back up. The old dangly thing. That's <laughs> a lesson one. If you get swallowed by a big animal, uh-huh. look for the dangly thing. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. Heartbreaking news uh, over the weekend. A London Knight passed away. One of the players on the OHL team uh, It was confirmed that he had passed the game on Saturday that was supposed to happen was postponed. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here to tell us more. Yeah, just a, a tragic tragic situation. 18-year-old Apikar Kazbekov, uh, who uh, was in his second year with the uh, London Knights, and um, a guy who has uh, had a really inspiring story uh, to tell. You know, he has wanted to be a hockey player his whole life, came to Canada years before he started playing with the London Knights. So he came to Canada at the age of 15, didn't know any English. He's from Russia, learned the language, became immersed in Canada, pursuing your dream. When you think about, you know, players in the OHL leaving, you know, you might leave... You know, you're in North Bay and you come down to, you know, yeah. and Windsor. that's difficult yeah, to do. That's culture, difficult. culture shock. Yeah. And, but, and then, but he's going even further the than other that, side going of to a different world. country uh, to pursue his dream and, uh, you know, is, is pursuing it. Um, he was a bit injured last year, uh, didn't play too much. Uh, played a couple games this year, so uh, but he's been you know he was he was pushing through. And he so was on the ice Friday. With he was the on London the ice Knights. Friday. The London Knights won on Friday, and it's just a a tragic story of a life gone far too soon. Yeah, and this story obviously is still de- developing. We don't want to speculate no. on anything. We don't want to uh, put anything out there that. Uh, uh, is disrespectful to the family or the London Knights organization, who I know, uh, as we have many friends within that organization, players, 
coaches, staff, uh, it, uh, they're beside themselves right now. Well, think of all the people who would be connected to this in a, in a multitude of ways, you know, broadcasters, but uh, stadium uh, staff, you know, arena staff who interact with the players all the time, become familiar with them. Oftentimes when, you know, you're late in your career, it's the it's the people that you know in the arena who you, you, you sometimes miss the yeah. most because of those personal relationships. Like Michael Jordan and the guy, the guy <laughs> he plays quarters oh, with. Oh, yeah, right? great mustache guy. Yeah. 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 No, it's so true. You have these relationships, and then there's the fans. And I got to say, um, obviously, when I read this news, I was emotional. Um, but seeing the outpouring of support from the other teams in the OHL, uh, including the Hamilton Bulldogs, the Owen Sound Attack. They all uh, tweeted condolences. Many of the social media accounts of the other teams have uh, taken the, the green and gold number 15 and, and made it their profile picture to show support and solidarity with the London Knights and what they're going through. You know, that uh, just reminded me that, you know, there's as passionate as we get about hockey in this area, in this country, there are some things that are bigger than the game. And uh, thank you to all the fans of those other teams who showed uh, the utmost respect and, and offered their condolences through the weekend. It's a global sport, but it's a tight, you know, small community, you know, sports and hockey. And when something tragic like this happens, uh, people come together. His family, you know, he's he's a family of nine. Uh, his parents had nine children. And so you think of the holidays for a lot of people. Uh, it can be difficult, and talking about this, you know, stories in the news uh, can uh, be upsetting for a lot of people. And it's a good opportunity to remind people that there is help out there if you're ever struggling. Uh, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, conversations about mental health just in general, not s- specifically with this, but just in general over the past couple of years. And so, people who hear stories. Uh, just know, you know, there's uh, there's resources available where people can call and get help if you need it or if you think someone else. You know, there's there's never a bad reason to not check in on someone if you just want to check in and just uh, check on someone, how someone's going. But you can call uh, uh, Talk Suicide Canada, 1-833-456-4566. Kids Help Phone is available at 1-800-668-6868 as well. Condolences to the family, condolences to the London Knights, uh, and uh, rest in peace, Abakar Kazbakov. Your peacock! Your peacock! Your peacock! Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? peacock? Let's do some sports. Devin Peacock is here. He's our sports guy. And we've got a peacock, I told you so. Jim, you want to uh, take over? Yeah, there were about uh, you know, two months ago, Aaron Judge was crushing balls out of the park and his 62nd home run ball, the AL record, was caught by a guy, an investment banker, who was offered $3 million for the ball right off the bat. I remember and that. Peacock and I were like, sell, 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 <laughs> you idiot. If you're in, like, sell it and invest it. Taz, you said, no, 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 that ball's worth way more than three mil. Hang on to it. Well, he has hung on to it. Okay, and I'm sure you're going to say, Taz, you were right. <laughs> I, I brought this up because I love praising you. <laughs> and proving myself and wrong. <laughs> well, turns out he put it up for auction after turning down three mil, and it sold for $1.5 <laughs> Half of what he was offered. Oh, no. Big mistake. 
I mean... What a loser. <laughs> <laughs> he still got a million and a half, which is obviously awesome. Out of nowhere, you go to a baseball game, you walk out a millionaire, but he could have been a three millionaire. Well, this guy's also... He's also an investment banker. Yeah. So all the people of Houston who are watching this thinking, like, is this the guy I want to invest my money with if he can't even read the market rate on, <laughs> yeah, on baseball? 50% losses <laughs> in two months. <laughs> could be a career ender. <laughs> he should run for office. <laughs> Okay, you guys are right, but what if he held on to the ball for 40 years? I The thing is, yeah, he didn't hold on to it for long enough, for sure. If you you either take the $3 million out of the gate, or you hold on to it 20 your years. entire life. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just wait until like the entire you know North America isn't dealing with like a recession, you know? And yeah. wait for inflation not to be... Yeah, uh, wait for interest rates to go down. Yeah. Somebody can take a loan well, out wait, and buy Wait 12 it. months, wait 24 months, then sell it and... Uh, wait till like Aaron king. Judge dies. He, he should have, like artwork. Not that we're wishing that. No, 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 no. no. But no. you know, posthumous yeah. memorabilia is always way more. He should have uh, gone to Mattress Mac, got his <laughs> got his opinion on what he should do, because Mattress Mac makes nothing but great decisions. Oh, yeah. And he sells high-quality furniture. <laughs> Invest at, in mattresses. At great prices down there in Houston. <laughs> okay, guys, what do, what do you want me to say? You were right for once. Thanks, Dev. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Buffalo Bills. Big night for them on Saturday. They clinched. They're going to the playoffs, beating Miami at home. Uh, Snow flying in Buffalo to the point where they couldn't uh, shovel all the snow out of the stadium before the fans came in, which led to a bit of a snowball problem. Fans throwing snowballs. (laughs) Down at the players, throwing uh, snowballs at the commentators on the sidelines. People were getting pelted big time. And uh, my neighbor Jason and his son Mo were at the game. I saw some pictures they posted on social media. They're a big Buffalo Bills family. Mm-hmm. Packing any snowballs? I don't know, but I thought we should uh, we should prank call Mo. He's buddies with my uh, my son Grayson, mm-hmm. so let's. Uh, why don't we pretend that we're the cops and we're investigating all the snowball throwing that happened <laughs> during okay. the Bills game? I, I texted Jason, and he, he's expecting our call. So here we go. Hello, Jason. What's going on? It's Taz and Jim. How much fun was that uh, that snow game in Buffalo? That was, on a, lot the weekend? Of, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. You're there with your son, Mo. How old's Mo? He is. Uh, he'll be 11 in January. Okay. Uh, he doesn't know that we're calling, right? No. Okay. Uh, we're going to pretend to be the police and, and accuse him of throwing snowballs at the game. Is that too cruel to do to an 11-year-old, do you think, Jim? Or? Well, <laughs> hmm. Are you okay with it, Jason? I, if we have the parents' permission. <laughs> He'll roll for it. We'll roll with it. All right. Put Mo on the phone. All right, here he is. Thank you. Oh, you got a phone call. Yeah. Hello, is this Mo? Yeah. Mo, we're calling from the Buffalo Police Department. Okay. We've been reviewing footage from the football game on Saturday evening, and it appears that you were throwing snowballs at the Miami Dolphins players. I don't think that's true, officer. 
Listen, we have video evidence. Clearly, it is you. Were you wearing a uh, a Buffalo Bills bucket hat? Uh, yes. Okay, we've got the right kid. Uh, my partner is going to uh, say a few words here. He is the head of the snowball throwing division here at the Buffalo Police. Yeah, we take this pretty seriously. Mo, uh, you do realize that uh, a man actually slipped on the snowball you threw, and, and actually he's in hospital now. He slipped, hurt his head, and uh, we need somebody to be accountable. What? And the age of, uh, you know, uh, we have a rule here. If you're 10 and under, we can't arrest you. But if you're older than 10, we can. So how old are you? I'm 10 years old. You're 10? Mm-hmm. When do you turn 11? January. Okay, well, I think that's close enough. Yeah, close enough. We'll, 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 we'll come arrest you in January. Yeah. Hey, Mo. Yep. It's Taz and Jim on the radio. It's Grayson's dad. <laughs> were you worried? Were you scared? Were you scared, buddy? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why you never throw snowballs. You know why he was scared? Because you were throwing snowballs, weren't you, Mo? Maybe. I'll show him about my dad. <laughs> yeah, okay. All uh, right. Did you have a great time at that game? Big win for Buffalo, and, and what an atmosphere, huh? Definitely. All right, go Bills. <laughs> Why don't you try and find another little jingle there instead of that peacock It's really annoying. And I'm getting sick of listening to it. Get rid of that peacock. You want to see your peacock? I want to see your peacock. You want to see your peacock? I want to see your peacock. It's time for sports. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here. And some uh, pretty uh, fun games in the NFL over the weekend there, Dev. Some really fun games. Uh, One of the uh, craziest ends uh, to a game I think you're ever going to see is the Patriots-Raiders game. Which I had to watch like multiple times because I can't, I, I couldn't believe what happened. Is it safe to say that the Patriots <laughs> dynasty is officially over <laughs> after they literally gave away the game last night to uh, Las Vegas? I don't know what was going on with the like when the Patriots minds like the describe the, it to Jim because yeah. I don't think he's seen it I've seen a lot of people complain about what happened though okay so it's a tie game 24-24 they're gonna go to overtime they run a run play and the running back uh, actually breaks through which I think is the reason why this chaos ensued so the running back breaks through gets you know 20 yards downfield but runs into a bunch of Raiders players so they start to do the lateral thing he laterals it back to a wide receiver. The wide receiver starts curling all the way back to midfield looking and then he's about to get tackled so he decides to throw the ball except he throws the ball to an area where there's nothing but Raiders players (laughs) and Mac Jones. A Raiders player catches it runs into the end zone game over. Oh my god. (laughs) Imagine you had money on the Patriots and you had to watch that unfold. Imagine if they would have pulled it off though. (laughs) 
You either look like an idiot yeah. or a genius in that situation. As a Bills fan, I mean, when you go back to the Music City Miracle, I mean, that replay was played over and over again as just one of those heartbreaking ends to a game. This has now replaced it because it's not the Music City Miracle, but it's just so unbelievable. This is going to be played on sports replay shows for 50 years. Speaking of miracles... The Minnesota Vikings down by 33 to the Indianapolis Colts at halftime on Saturday. And they pulled off the biggest comeback in the history of the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) They set the record. That's true. I mean, they set the record for the biggest comeback in NFL history. I was watching this because the Minnesota Vikings have really been taking it hard the past couple of weeks from all the bookmakers, all the experts, because their point differential is negative. Uh, They are looked at as a kind of a pretender. They get no respect, They get no respect as a 10-win team. And then, of course, they go down like 30 to the Indianapolis Colts of all teams. And you're starting to think, okay, well, this tracks. They have this incredible comeback. But it just kind of shows again that Matt Ryan cannot protect the lead. He had the 28-3 lead against the Patriots in the Super Bowl, blew that. Up 33 uh, to the Minnesota Vikings, blew yeah, that as we've well. We've got two records on the books now, <laughs> on the wrong side of them. But a record's a record, right? Sure, sure. You're in the history books. <laughs> and then the snowball game in Buffalo, how much fun did that look like? It looked like a lot of fun, although I, I was glad they had to announce to the uh, to the stadium, to the fans, like, if you keep throwing snowballs, there's going to be a 15-yard penalty on the Bills. Can they do that? They That's did. That's a hilarious threat. <laughs> no, I mean, can they actually penalize the team well, on the Miami field. Dolphins players were almost taking uh, snowballs to the face while they were trying to catch footballs in the end zone. It was yeah, it was it uh, was raining snowballs. I don't doubt it. It must suck when you play in Miami to be hit with with snowballs. <laughs> but could could a, an official say, I, t- you know what, fans, you know you're you're messing with the game, fifteen yard penalty. That's what they announced. So what they, they is were, that in the rule book though, or was that did they call an audible? <laughs> well, so, could they have said, hey, you're going to get a forty yard yeah, penalty? They yeah. talked about it on the broadcast and. Like every broadcast has these, you know, you know, the experts now, former referees, and they're saying the problem is you don't know if it's coming from a Bills fan or some Dolphins fan who's going to say, "All right, let's uh, get uh, false flag snowball yeah. attack." <laughs> but they so was uh, whether it's in the rule book or not, they made it a rule. So if the fans right. threw f- snowballs any longer, fifteen yard penalty on the Bills. And the snowball stopped. And you'd be arrested and charged with assault, I think, was the other thing they <laughs> threw in there for good measure. Not good either. Bills win the game, though. Bills uh, are, are off to the playoffs. Bills uh, secured their fourth straight playoff appearance. Uh, they are looking very strong in the AFC, still the number one seed. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Have you been watching the Harry and Meghan show on Netflix? No, I have not. They're telling their side of the story. And uh, it's one of the most popular Netflix shows ever, apparently. But it has created, sparked another scandal for the royal family, Jim. Oh, no. Here we go, yeah. In the background, uh, in the show, viewers have spotted, eagle-eyed viewers have spotted that in Nottingham College, in one of Harry's rooms... There is a box which contains the card game Cards Against Humanity. Oh, no! Ah! And if you're not familiar with Cards Against Humanity, it 
the whole point of the game is to get as outrageous, as offside, as politically incorrect as possible. Now, we could run through some examples that are featured in the game, but it may get us fired. Well, I, I do have some examples here, Ted. <laughs> oh, Here's the thing. No, no, no. Because like they're basically, they're pre-written politically incorrect statements, and you put them together to try to complete a sentence, and whoever has the funniest sentence then wins. Right. Whoever makes people laugh the hardest. Okay, you're sure so these the, are okay. Don't the, get us in trouble here. These are obviously offside. I'm not saying they're good, but they're specifically referencing the royal family themselves. Okay. So one is leaked footage of Kate Middleton's colonoscopy is one of the pre-written cards, which is obviously his sister-in-law. Another one is Queen Elizabeth's Immaculate Butthole. That's another. So that's his his grandma. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting close to the line here. <laughs> <I know. laughs> now, the other ones I can't say. All right. Yeah, All yeah, right. But that's I mean, enough. I think people understand. There's That's the it, whole point. Yeah. The, the, whatever gets people to react the most when you put your cards together yeah. and read your statement, which is, supposed to be offensive. It's called Cards Against Against Humanity. humanity. What kind of boring loser wasted their time (laughs) both finding this and being upset about it? Like, Harry's like 35 years old, so am I. Every single person I know has that stupid card game somewhere in their house. It was a big seller, man. It was huge. And it's fun. Uh... The excuse could be that they bought the game to see if there was anything written about them in it. Now that sounds actually accurate. Knowing these two, <laughs> are we involved? Oh. But their mom and sister, sorry, the grandma and sister are in it. Definitely. Yes. Uh, or maybe they just like to play it with friends. I do. Well, I did. There's only so many cards is the problem. Once you play yeah. it three times, it's over. Once you get the queen's uh, bum card a couple <laughs> times... I get Novelty afraid. wears off. Yeah, yeah. If I had one that said Mary and Kelly's bum, <laughs> I would frame it. My grandma got a shout out. You never know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there are people who are outraged saying that blah, blah, blah. Of course there are. Uh, yeah. They shouldn't have this game in, in a royal residence or I don't know uh, what the precedent is for offensive board games when you're a royal, but. There are people complaining that they <laughs> this have this is it, game. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Which, if you look at scandals in the royal family, I'd say this one's a little further down the list. Yeah, yeah. Can we start looking at the wall of uh, Prince Andrew? Let's yeah. find some actually incriminating <laughs> stuff here.